0: Yo, what up people, it's your boy Trad Day from the D-A-B-E-E-S-I-D-E, the B-Side podcast. And yo, I need you to go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, comment, please rock with the show. If you don't got an iPad, iPhone, none of that, I need you to go to our SoundCloud backslash D-A-B-E-E-S-I-D-E, tell your friends, tell your side pieces, tell your moms, tell your pops, tell all your families, man, just rock with us, man, one time. All right, peace. Hey, what's happening? your country cousin, Big Crit, third coat, rubs in a Mississippi native. You know how I'm rocking with my partners, D A B E E S I D E. Y'all know what it is. Shout out. All right, it's uh, DJ O Sharp and DJ Dura, your favorite. And we are live here with my man, Big Crit. Yeah, man. What's happening? What's happening? What's good, my brother? Man, good. Excited. Critically acclaimed tours in Columbus, Ohio. We got the guy at ATL, DeLorean, and the BJ the Chicago Kid in the building. It's going to be love, man. Yeah, man. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. This, um, this your second time here? I don't, I, I want to say it's my first time here, nah, bro. It's, it's your second it. time. We, we, when, saw, we saw you at Scully's, 2011. Oh, 2011. yeah, bro, bro. That I was remember the no Jordan Bordeaux he had on. He jumped in the crowd with Lord, that was a blur. <laughs> I was probably drinking a lot. What, too? That was of ever too? Uh Yeah. We had yes, white Bush. Oh, Lord, yeah. That <laughs> was that a lot of fans out there. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no beard that time. No beard
1: now, yeah. Oh, it's way too long ago to remember. <laughs> if I can, I want to take you back to the, um to what most people would know at the beginning. I know there was a couple mixtapes before. Okay. Crit was here. Uh the song Booby Miles. Okay. Is that a record you did before um Def Jam became interested? Or is that something you had sitting? Because i feel like that was the, the record that made everybody a believer.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was that was after Def Jam became interested. I did Booby Miles um not only because I was so inspired by the, the movie, it was just I was working on the album at the time, Live from the Underground. And um, it's just one of those records that that spoke so much, but we wanted I just wanted people to hear it. And it didn't necessarily go on the live or underground. It was on the bonus edition, I think. So we put it on forever and a day. But yeah, I, I, I did that after Def Jam was interested and I really was getting into a pocket of what I wanted to talk about after signing the deal. And how I even then felt Um, Just like one of those athletes, you you go through something, you get hurt, and then you kind of wondering, is this going to be what it should be? Am I going to be as good? That's how I was thinking with the label situation. Like, man, I'm making the music that I was making before I was signed. Are people going to respond to it the same? Am I going to get the response that I want? Are you you pleased with the response? I feel like it's it's better this way. It's better this way for me because Uh I can get on stage and perform for an hour and 20 minutes. And I can do songs from 2009 till now, and that's beautiful. It ain't about no one song. It ain't about three records, and then I'm trying to figure it out from there. It's like real core support fan base, and it's growing every day naturally. It's not forced. The um, the producer side of you mm-hmm. has gained
1: fans. Yeah, when you know people hear the beats and they find out, oh, he raps and he makes beats. Yeah, um, myself it was instant, like, oh, snap, we got... We have... And I don't want to compare you because I think you're going to do something... It's all good, yeah. Kanye.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all It's got to be compared to somebody in the production. Was, the well. was it an, an intent for you to bring the soul
1: that you brought with the music? Because, I mean, the stuff you're sampling, yeah. Marvin and, and so many other folks that you sampled and it was soulful, mm-hmm. was that just like, yo, I want to bring something to music that has, has we had, we've had before, but the, it's been a gap,
0: you know? Yeah, I mean, it was just what I grew up listening to. Before... It was Kanye, it was David Banner. David Banner was the first person that I, I could relate to was sampling and making music, and I knew he was doing it. It's, it might have started as necessity, and he just got good at it. Mm-hmm. Me, it was the same way. I, I had no choice, and I got good at it. But all the people I love music, 3-6 Mafia, Outkast, A-Ball and MJG, Scarface, they were sampling. And it was all this soul music. UGK, the way Pint was sampling some of those records and giving it bounces like I never heard that you could flip a song that could be slow and make it feel like that. Right, right. So when I got to a point where I could start producing, I wanted to do the same thing, the records. I wanted to give a song that had, might have been the most mellow song ever, Energy. And when I do it, it doesn't degrade the record I sampled. It make you feel like, man, this, what does he What What is this? I've never, you know, and it make you go back. And I and that's where it really came from, and then being able to see how Knife One, the Chopper Beast, DJ premiere, and then how Kanye do it, it added a different element for me as well, because now the musicality changed. It wasn't just about 808 kick drums and snares. It's like let me add some piano to it, let me add some organ, let me add some guitar, let me see how far I can take the sample to the point where I could take the sample away, and it's still a full body record there. Okay.
1: Do you have a favorite song or a
0: favorite sound that you have sampled? Or what are you Man, Willie Hutch, man. Willie Hutch, which one? Willie Hutch, um, probably shouldn't say. But I got a question. I got a enough. question because... Yeah. Um, and Bobby Womack across 110th Street is probably one of my favorite songs of all time to sample. Like, I am
1: I am a Crit fan. I argue a couple guys when I argue the new guys, and it's Kendrick and it's you. Yeah, thank you. And I think that... um you have enough of what old school hip hop sounded like, but you're doing an innovative thing. Um, What, what is the thing that separates you from the rest of the the South? Like why, why is it that when the rest of the South is doing what what people Mm -hmm. want to say, trap music or whatever, you say, you know what? I'm not doing that. I got something Mm -hmm. else.
0: I mean, because of where I'm from, man, it's like my I, I have a totally different story. I got a totally different story. I'm not from a vacation destination, so I'm battling so many different things before you even hear my song. If you never heard my music before and I was like, yeah, I rap, and then you're like, okay, where you from? I'm from Mississippi. You might think twice about listening to my shit before you even put it in the dick. So I'm already battling your perception of where I'm from. And I'm battling history. I'm battling the frustration of not having a blueprint. There's nobody you can point to and tell me just follow their steps to get where I need to go. Every other coast has something they can follow. You see it when they drop movies twenty-five years later, and I'm watching like, damn, I wish we had something like that. Like this, there's nothing like we don't have anything to follow. So the method isn't there, and so it's being created. Now and we all starting to see it. Maybe 15, 20 years from now, it'll be a way where Mississippi artists, Alabama artists, Arkansas artists can do something to ensure that their success in hip hop. But for now, it's like we are all shooting in the dog. You yeah. know. You mentioned the name, and I, I, you probably hear
1: enough for that comparison. Um, Pimp C. You you OG. go, you go, you go from super lyrical. To super soulful mm-hmm. pimped out mm-hmm. sounding mm-hmm. with your bars, mm-hmm. so we can hear the pimp seat. I, I, I can hear the influence, and that's yeah. cool. I think I think it's enough influence without being a biter. Okay, who is the who? When you think about my pen game, because you got a couple tracks with Smoke Dizzy. Okay, um, you you've done enough with enough. Lyrical guys, yeah. when you think about, you know what today it's about. This pen. Okay. Who's your inspiration? Who's who's the who's the MC you think Ooh. back and like? I want
0: to be like good, like he was. I would say Scarface definitely. Scarface, Biggie, Biggie understood cadence. Biggie and his cadences and how he could carry uh, syllables was amazing. Um, Bun B uh, really showed. Bun B verse on murder. It was so phenomenal the way he was able to make those words tie together. Wait, and over the drums, everything is like, it's, it's, it's one of those verses that I, I you, like, as you are an artist, you aspire to write something that sounds like that. And so I'm one of those people. It's like, it, it would be Scarface, Bun, um, definitely Biggie, and uh, I have to say Nas, if you're talking about just trying to get down on some lyrical shit.
1: So you got this year, you got it's better this way. Yeah. DJ drama. You came with the yeah. with a DJ this time. Yeah. You don't usually have to, you don't have to do that because yeah. you do your
0: own production. Yeah. What made you take that role? I mean, because well first well, i until Crib was here, every project I dropped had a DJ involved. Right. So it was like it it has, like I'm that dude. And then DJ Wally Sparks, I said it was like one of the first DJs to host a tape of mine. Um but the drama thing was me being a fan of hip hop. And gangster Grills, you know what I'm saying? That was for me, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But then to get drama to narrate it, which made it different than uh, any gangster Grill you heard, and then he actually was saying some motivational, he positive shit, yeah, you, you know tell, what I'm saying? he listened to what you were and saying. It, it, it made sense because I've always had other people normally tell the story. Maya Bailey told the story on King uh, Remembered in Time. And it's these influential people that have their own movement. That they might have a fan or a supporter that has no idea who I am. But their voice is so recognizable, it may get somebody to listen to a song they never would listen to. I gotta, because um, I
1: think we gotta let you go in a minute. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I wanna, um, I gotta say this, because we, we're gonna debate the, the year end and okay. the best albums, right, and I'm gonna argue.
0: Catalactica. thank you. I'm gonna argue,
1: argue catalactica. You
0: gonna argue? Because a lot of people don't realize that shit came out last year, the end of last yeah, year. But it's, it's still technically it's, 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 a part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna argue that. I'm gonna argue that. Bet. I'm gonna argue um, you and Kendrick. Thank you.
1: But um, it sounds good still. Like it's a great album. It, it it's a great, great album. It's with you. Um, the Third Eye record. You know that that record I think resonates with the with the ladies. Yeah. But it has it has something that I wanna know, is it ever gonna happen? Are we gonna hear crit, big boy, and three
0: stacks? After? Oh man. I'm down. Hell yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that shit is gonna happen from my personality and point of view. It just for me, it just I, I all I wanna do, even if I'm not rapping on a record, is just produce for the OG. They haven't nobody's being, made nobody's even I made mean, that the atmosphere. I don't even I just think they're not I don't know if they're working on the project yet. But I know when it comes to Big Boy, he's like, man, I can hit him up, and that's the OG, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I haven't personally had the opportunity to have a, a conversation with Andre. So it's, not, so it's like, I don't know, but just me as a producer, I just want to be in that room. It cool. don't even matter about being on the song. It don't even matter if my record make that shit. They didn't even have to pick none of the beats. I just want to say I played <laughs> some of the beats You for still them. a fan, that's good. Yeah, man, you got to be when it comes to that. That shit is like, bro, that shit is a bonus in life. But being able to call Bun B and have a conversation with him is bonus. Like that shit is amazing. Well appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, man. Thank you. The B Side Podcast was engineered and mixed by the kid Blaze.